We individualize training in the pool. So why not individualize your nutrition? Erica Barney of Barney Wellness Building will help you and your swimmers get exactly what each athlete needs through genetic testing and personalized nutrition plans. So stop guessing what you should and shouldn't be putting into your body. Athletes within a few weeks have noticed they're recovering faster because they're fueling their body with what they need and staying away from what their body hates. Erica understands swimming. She gets it. She's worked with over 20 Olympians, including the fastest man in the world, Caleb Dressel. Group discounts are available. So go to Biney Wellness Building and get in touch with Erica today. That's Biney, B-E-I-N-E, wellnessbuilding.net. Swim Angelfish. Swim Angelfish is an online certification program that strengthens your teaching curriculum to serve swimmers of all abilities. Swim Angelfish will prepare you and your instructors with the skills to teach swimmers with autism, physical disabilities, anxiety, sensory and motor conditions, and more. Learn to teach skills faster and with more comfort with Swim Angelfish. Apply for an only alpha pool product scholarship and receive up to 50% off your certification. Go to swimangelfish.com today to apply. Okay, here we go. Vern Gambetta, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Very well, Brent. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. Listen, it's been it's been a long time coming. Uh, you're one of those names where uh, I I often get people reach out to me and say you've got to have this guest, you've got to have that guest, and and I've known your name for many many years, and I've I've been wanting to get around to get you, and it's just been yeah. one of those things yeah. where it never worked out. But I'm glad I'm glad we're here now. So. Um, but yeah. again, but you're also one of those names where people talk about you a lot because you've done a lot of great things over the past 30, 40 years in the space of um, mm -hmm. strength and conditioning. And you've really made yeah. a name for yourself, haven't you? Well, I, you know, I appreciate that. I, and again, I, I don't want to be, uh, I've just been very, uh, worked hard. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. you, you, you have to work at it. And you get your draft, you work at your game and constantly learning and, uh, yeah. I uh been very fortunate to have some great mentors and to be uh in various places where I've been able to uh you know be associated with great teams, great athletes and learn, you know, both ways. And so yeah, it's been really good and it's uh the swimming piece has been uh you know everybody goes well, all of a sudden, you know, because of you know lately and and I go I mean, I started doing stuff with swimming in 1971. Wow. in santa barbara with jack simon and wow. uh and then and then uh, at cal when i was the women's track coach at cal and nort was you know the the uh, <clears throat> excuse me the swim coach there and we mm. get together often possible and pick his brain so uh, because of athletics track and field swimming was so parallel in terms of learn learning about training and exchanging ideas back and forth so yeah i've, I've been uh it's been fun it's been a fun journey and i'm at uh you know, as they say, I'm in the, uh, I'm probably on the 17th, uh, 16th hole, I hope. I wish I was on the 14th hole, but uh, it's uh, the opportunity now to work with the people that I'm working with, the teams that, well, you know, with Summer and actually one other athlete, Steve Perry, a, a world-class cricketer, and uh, it's, it's it's cool. It's it's a fun way to put an exclamation point on it, I guess. Well, I love what you've done in terms of writing books and um, doing conferences and sharing sharing your knowledge, sharing your ideas. 
when when someone who's been in it as long as you and you've done and, and you go to these conferences and you write these books how have things evolved since the time that you started okay. doing this to where you are today that's a that's a really really good question and uh the base have never changed brett you know, I mean, that's that's one of the things that I, I emphasize a lot. And I'm reflecting, I'm getting to speak at the ASCA World Clinic this year mm -hmm. again. And my first time was 1990. And I got up there and, you know, the, the audience had no clue what I'd done, where I was from. Why is this guy from the Chicago White Sox talking to us? And, right. and I, I, I was it's funny, I found my notes and <laughs> it was just reviewing the basics. Like you guys, mm -hmm. if we're going to do strength training, we're going to do dry land training. Yeah, it's swimming, but you swim in the pool, you get out, or you do dry land out of right. the water, you do strength training out of the water to enable you to get better in the water. And uh, so the basics have never changed. I think what we've done is we've dressed things up in fancy clothes, hmm. uh, which sometimes got us a little bit away from the basics. Um, and... Um, and we certainly know a lot more. I mean, I think back to when I started coaching in 1969, um, the, the technical knowledge in the area of, you want to call it strength and conditioning or athletic development was, I uh, wasn't primitive, it was sound, but now we know what the adaptive responses are. We understand, I think we're starting to understand, you know, better differences, men and women, and so what, what right. training stimulus does. and. Uh, yeah, just a, a lot of things. And I think we understand the body in depth so much better. 50 years ago, everything that you, if you look at the books behind me, all mm. the books were in regard to cardiovascular function, heart rate, you know, max VO2, all of that. And now in the last, really in the last 25 years, that's kind of at the turn of the um, we, we recognize that the, the, the role that the nervous system plays, we recognize the role of the endocrine hormonal system and what the, what the stimulus that, and I'm going to talk swimming now because that's the audience that you mm -hmm. have and, it, and that's where I'm pun intendedly immersed right now, yeah. uh, that, that what um, the stimulus that dry land strength training and dry landing can have in, in terms of endocrine hormonal environment to change what they do in the water too. So it's, it's fascinating to see how and how quickly things have changed. And the other, the other thing that's changed, Brett, as you know, just we're on, we're on a podcast that uh, the, the dissemination of information and misinformation right. Right. is, uh, so you have to have, a, I, I, I feel sorry for some of the young coaches out there that don't have the filter that us old guys have been able to develop, <laughs> you know, like really BS. Don't go down that route. And I've seen yeah. some stuff, swimming stuff that I just cringe, you know. And, yeah, yeah. And and it and, and and the other the other statement that I like to make, and this is where swimming, I think swimming dry land and out of the water, we'll call it anything out of the weather, it was strength training in the 70s was let's just beat the crap out of them. So mm -hmm. we, we get another, and, and they say, oh, we're doing an hour. I don't know. I mean, I know what our time frame is. We never do an hour of dry land. And it's, right. it's in short, sharp bursts. And so anybody can get tired, but can you get them better? That's that's right. really the cornerstone, too. So and evolved and evolved and evolved and evolved over the years. So Yeah, yeah that, that's interesting. You know, when, when you say the basics, right? Like when I think of the basics, there. There's no way around hard work. You've still got to put in hard yeah. work. 
you know like i think people yeah. look at the at, at modern training and think to themselves well how can i make this easier than it was it's not so much about making something easier we're, we're certainly working to be smarter and um a little bit more specific than maybe we were in the past so that like you said we can we can cut down on time when when i became a, a professional athlete uh I, I wanted to swim the 50 freestyle as fast yeah. as i possibly could so i wanted right. to get from one end of the pool to the other that's all i wanted to do Vern. and right. and i was being trained in an environment where i was being put into pockets of practices with people that were doing something completely different than me you know yeah. they, were, they were swimming 400s and 800s and 1500s and 200 butterflies and and we're all kind of grouped up together and so when i moved into the world of professional athletics i realized i needed to be doing things that were helping me get from one end of the pool to the other and that that's really exactly. all i needed to do and exactly. so that's that's not that's not about removing the idea of hard work right? right like it's still very very difficult but it's it's specific to what you're trying to get in the outcome yeah. right yeah exactly and 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 then that's one of the that's one of the biggest challenges you have whether it's swimming or whether it's athletics you've got a spectrum of it it's, you know, from, from the 50 to the, I always talk long course from the 50 to the 1500 right. and now open water. Right. And, you know, and uh, there's certain, certain basic, like I say on dry land, there's certain basic exercises everybody must do to, mm -hmm. to, to thrive in, in, in any aquatic environment. And, right. and, and then, and then you, you make it appropriate to the stroke and then you make it appropriate to the individual and, and then, and, and appropriate uh, to the, uh, to the race, to the distance. Right. And uh, it, it's tough in a, it's tough in a, like I, I'm day to day with the sharks and it, it's tough in an age group environment sometimes mm -hmm. because right. very seldom in an age group team do you have true sprinters, but we've got a couple of kids that, that go that way and they yeah. will be sprinters in college. And so sometimes it's, it's just taking them aside and saying, well, it is, you're going to do a similar movement, similar X, sorry similar workout but the rest right. is going to be greater da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. so now if we had a true sprinter and you know that was uh when i helped with tennessee and when i worked at singapore we had true sprinters so yeah. you know we had we had sprints and we had middle distance and we had distance and you know open water and and the you know the emphasis was different but uh, yeah you find yourself in an environment like a lot of times yourself you know where you're in with people that are getting ready to swim a, a 200 and it's, it's not compatible with a lot of times with a fast 50. So uh, for sure. Yeah. Vern, yeah. this, this, this term came into strength and conditioning. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not exactly sure the exact date, but, but within the last 20 years, let's say, and, and the term is functional strength training. Oh, it, it was something that came about a lot. A little, what yeah. is, what is functional strength training? Well, some people, uh, call me the godfather, the father and of functional training. And it's not very, um, uh, functional training is a bastard stepchild. <laughs> I'm sorry, you know, <laughs> or the, uh, an illegitimate son or daughter, <laughs> illegitimate child. You know, I mean, it's honest. hell is if, if I'm walking, it's functional, right? Mm -hmm, if right. I, you know, and, and so to label something functional or non-functional is a little crazy. So, wow. okay, but I'll, I'll accept that, you know, my book is, I guess, has functional training in the title right. and, and it, it, it's not either or it's not black and white, it's a continuum. Okay. And, and, uh, some things are more 
appropriate for the activity you're trained for and some things aren't. Right. And so that's that's the way I look at it. So I look at function as a continuum. Over here, just very low level transfer over here, high level transfer. The highest transfer to being a fast swimmer is get in the water and swim. There's not, there's, you know, and that. So um, I, 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 I'm okay. I guess I'm okay with it, but I'm not, I'm not okay with some of the weird stuff that I see called functional training. Mm. Okay. Mm. And I'm not interested in, and there's a, we, we and immediately the first thing that comes from this is specificity. See? Right. Well, the highest degree of specificity is to swim in the water. Right. And I'm working with swimmers right now. What the, and, and this is, I, I, I really want to point this out. Everything we do out of the water is designed to be for them to be able to be more efficient in the water. I catch, my, I use the same language that Brett uses Brent uses and mm -hmm. uh, uh, in terms of we're always working to create a better line, a better streamline. Right. It's not how much you can lift. It's 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 can you can you link, sync, and connect? Okay, and link, uh, sync, and connect. I like that's, that. That's that's the mantra. I, I think the kids get tired of listening to it. Link, sync, and connect. Is your shoulder connecting to your hip? Is your hip connecting to your to your knee and ankle? You know, so everything we're not doing isolation, and and that's what mm. if you say sort of dysfunctional training would be traditional kind of bodybuilding or even some of the heavy lifting stuff that's that's done. Uh, I mean, I, I don't understand the infatuation for with power clean for swimmers, even even for a fifty meter uh, mm -hmm. sprinter. Mm -hmm. There's there's great ways to develop power without, you know, and we we do a lot of. Uh, a lot of Olympic lifting movements and that in diagonal rotational patterns with dumbbells and things like that. But, but the objective is to, is to get everything connected and linked up, mm. you know, and better. So I, mm. I, I, I got deviated a little bit from the question, but no, 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 that I like that. Be, I like that. And, 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 and so I, I look at specific is working on butterfly and whatever, you know, even drills sometimes are not specific. And then a pro, I, I like to use the word appropriate. So what I do before they get in the water, is it appropriate to set you up so that you can do better in the water? Some of our kids just, I mean, the fly is a great example. I'll use Emma Wyant as an example. Mm. Emma was so weak in as a coming up through the system. And then the pandemic was a, a godsend for her because it was for, for about six weeks, it was her, Brent, and I, and and we got her to really bear down on the strength training piece. And I think and I'm not trying to take credit for this because Brent was right there with me. Was you know the fly is a more strength oriented stroke, mm -hmm. and and, uh, and that's that was the key for her to swim that that first hundred fly fast easy. And but she had she was too weak to do that, you know. So fine, that addresses that need. You know, and uh, mm. that's that's a represent. I'm not saying that to drop names or anything like that, but that's a classic example. And people that have followed the sport could see the difference in her. You mm -hmm. know, in that, so. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. There's so much to talk about here, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna dig into something specific okay. from my point of view, right? So, like, I coached a couple of guys that that swam 20 seconds in the 50 freestyle long course. Two guys, Fred Brisquet was the first. He, he, and, and, then, and then Caesar Cielo was the second, Cielo, yeah. but they they both had they both had the the technology on right, Vern. They both yeah. had the suits on at the time. Yeah. And now we're at a point where 
people are breaking these world records, but they right. haven't broken 21 seconds yet. They haven't got under this elusive mark that the two guys that I was coaching had in these suits. How do we get faster? How do we get okay. more power? How do we get sustained um, speed that we can we can hold for 50 meters? Because the way yeah. I see it, Vern, is that the person that swims the fastest in the 50 is the person that slows down the least. Absolutely. Right. Is that, that, is that correct? That's absolutely correct. We know that we know that from from athletics and the you know the hundred and two well in the two hundred two hundred four hundred and, and you watch Usain and, Bolt right Usain Bolt yeah. kind of holds his speed where the yeah. other guys seem right, seemingly right, right, fall right. off at, at the yeah, fifty exactly. meter mark. Yeah. So uh, go ahead. If, yeah. If, so so that's where I'm at. I'm I'm trying to figure out well how do we how do we get more power in our stroke? How do we get more sustained speed? These yeah. are questions that I'm asking myself. And now I'm going to turn to a, an expert in the field and I'm trying to figure this out, Vern. Like, how do we get guys to go under 21 seconds in the 53 with well, all these suits? Yeah. I, I mean, if I if I had the answer, I'd be sitting on the top of the mountain with a long beard <laughs> and collecting a lot of money. So Exactly. Uh, but I want to make sure that people understand that, that these are um, some educated opinions and observation right. Right. and looking from, because I always look, uh, and I, I told you, as a, as an athletics coach, I always look to swimming, mm -hmm. and as a sw and and I know I always look to uh, track. Uh, yeah, exactly, yeah. and you know, and 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 Brent gets tired of me, and so does Webb get tired, and 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 Plum and those guys get tired of me coming, sending them thoughts from track and things mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I, uh, I mean, there's two two cliches. The answer is there is no answer. But the search for it is 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 um, yeah is is really cool and yeah. but there are um, uh, 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 a lot of things that have been done were correct but they weren't done systematically if that makes sense mm -hmm. so resistance work in the pool I don't think so that's one thing but we've always overloaded too much on resistance mm -hmm. so uh, and I learned this um, with with my, my event was decathlon and, you know, but again, we still have to sprint, right? And, and right. My, my athletes. And, and instead of loading the resistance up, whatever means you use is find that sweet spot where it just allows you to hold the line better a little bit longer. Yes, and be able yes. to feel the catch yes. where you would, you would go through the catch. And that's, uh, a lot of one-on-one. -on -one, it's a lot. It, it's a lot easier to throw more weight in the tower or something like that and mm -hmm. displace a lot of water. Mm -hmm. um, I always felt like the timing of that, uh, Vern, was was crucial to power and speed development because what I found is that you you like anything. You you could take a, a nail and, and a hammer and you could beat the hell out of the the nail yeah. right until it was yeah. just blunt. And, yeah. and what I found is like that sweet spot you're talking about when you take that hammer and you and you flush that nail and it sinks yes. and it's, it's, it's one hit kind of boom. Hit and that, go. Yeah, that that to me was when we were hitting the sweet spot in, in the power mm -hmm. development is that we were doing the right amount at the right time. And, and then walking away and not beating mm -hmm. the crap out of it, you know, well, having the having the guts to walk away when you're talking the 50 and the 100. That's the biggest thing. I want them. I want them to leave them singing. I want to leave them with. I want yes. them leaving with another rep. Yes, I've seen some pretty screwed up. You know, I mean, and play a little bit. Everybody should play a little bit. I yes. think every 
every swimming session, whether you swim 1500 or 50 should be, there should be a lane devoted to being a kid. It's a kid lane and you just do, do goofy stuff for five Absolutely. minutes where Absolutely. you're holding your breath, blowing bubbles. I don't give a rip, you know, just get, get in touch with the water. But back to that, I think the area and, and there's technology now available. And I, I mm -hmm. don't want to sound like I'm endorsing something, but 1080, yeah. uh, it's very expensive. $20,000. So it's 1080. Is that what you said? Yeah. 1080 motion. And for assisted, 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 we don't do enough. And we use elastic, which is, gives you a quick, uh, you know, um, burst of, but we're like with the 1080, you can, and, and so if What's I'm with the do, assisted Vern, we, we know what resisted does. What does assisted do? Well, it, it, you, you swim fast as fast. What I like to do is, okay, say your best time is 20 flat. Right. Okay, we're going to do 550s today mm -hmm. at 20 flat. Mm. You go 90% effort and you're swimming 20 flat yeah. and you feel what 20 flat feels like. Yeah. And you feel like the adjustments you have to make in body line and yes. catch and that. Yes. The, the mistake that people make with assistance is your best time is 20 flat. We're going to pull you at 16 or 18 right. and yeah, you're yeah. thrashing again. Mm, mm. And, and, and look, I, I don't want to sound, look, you, you, you're a great sprinter yourself and you've coached great sprinters. But I, I think sometimes, um, you know, and, and go back to Bud Winter, one of the greatest sprint coaches of all time at San Jose state. It's about relax. He wrote a great book called relax to win. And so if I can, if I can, do those extremely fast movements without tension, okay, mm. then I'm, I'm, that's, that's the secret to being faster. Right. You know? yep, yep. And, uh, and then, and, and, and uh, out of the water, I, 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 heavy is not fast. And I think the mistake that. Oh yeah. I've, I've seen heavy look ugly and it's not good. Yeah. And it doesn't transfer. And we no. learned the no. hard way. Yeah in track in the from about 95 to 2010 the sprinters looked like and they were running faster but but now if you look at the sprinters again they have that more long lean look and i think they're the the i know from some of my colleagues that are coaching these people that the emphasis in the weight room is less about heavy and about moving the weight connecting again Okay. That's where and, swimming's going too, Vern. You you look at David Popovich, you look at uh, Clyde oh, yeah. Winkler. Yeah, you, know, you look at these yeah. guys, these yeah. these young guys, they're yeah. tall and thin and lean and they're looking for length and reach and they're swimming yeah. really fast. Well, it's interesting, and I'm not trying to take credit for Popovich, but his his strength dryland coach and strength coach came to uh um uh came to gain and came to uh you know and we started connecting gosh, in Rome in 2016. Yeah. And, uh, and he comes from another sport too. He ah. comes from um, team handball. Wow. And, uh, and so he's taken the power aspect mm -hmm. from that. Mm -hmm. And yet the other things that we do and, and uh, cause yeah, he's a terrific example. And I mean, you know, he, and, and technically he's extremely sound, right? I yep. mean, that's not, if you can be extremely sound, he's as sound as you can get. But, right. Yeah, and so, it, but but it's hard to accept, uh, Brett, because chasing numbers in the weight room, particularly with men, I ran into this both in Singapore and at, at Tennessee. Well, I don't feel strong because I can't bench this, right. you know. And, and and but the watch doesn't lie, man. Mm -hmm. You just swam your lifetime best. Well, I didn't feel strong. 
well, do you want to put, do you put your bench press number up next to your, uh, mm -hmm. your swim time, you know? Yeah. And, and that's a, that's a, almost like a psychosocial thing, especially, I don't yeah. think, um, I, I haven't seen that that much with women, but that's a, that's sort of a male, male thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that, I mean, if that it's, it's, it's doing what's been done with a better systematic approach right. and recognizing that I think I always say, leave something in the tank, leave something in the tank. I can all, I can yes. always do one more, one more rep or something like that. And I'll like, give you something on that. Vern. Yeah. Do, you know? It is, it is. And I'll give you something on that. One of the things people are always trying to uh, ask me, you know, what, what made me a great sprint coach at the time when I had all these great sprinters. And one of the things that I did in our, training that i felt was very very crucial was i always wanted my sprinters to walk off the deck with a smile on their face yeah yeah uh, and that seems stupid right but no. i was going through a period of time where i wanted to beat the hell out of them and i wanted to get everything i could out of them and they were walking off the deck uh unhappy and, oh, yeah. and they were coming and they were coming back unhappy because they would walk off unhappy yeah. And then next time I see them, that I'm unhappy because they had the same feeling of when they walked off the deck. So I felt, sure. well, if I can have them smiling and laughing and joking and wanting to come back, yeah. then the next workout's going to be great. Yeah. And so you always leave a little bit in the tank so that you give yourself enough to want to come back and do it again. Absolutely. And and I, I have an axiom that I learned from a great sprint coach, Gary Winkler, who's retired now, coached a lot of, a lot of really great hurdlers and sprinters, primarily female and won an NC2A championship at Florida State purely with sprinters, which is unheard of in track, no distance runners or nobody in the field. And, uh, and, and he, his axiom was the, 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 you want the last rep of what you do, whether it's out of the water or in the water, to, to, to leaving with the feeling that you want them to start the next day. Yes, yes. And that's brilliant. I mean, that now so let me good. tell you, that's easy to say and hard to do. You know, and I'm not yeah. going to talk about Summer very much, but... Summer likes to work and she's, yep. she's an absolute great kid, yep. very mature. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'll say, Summer, stop. You mm -hmm. know, we're doing some, some core right. work. And right. she looks at me and I go, you know, yeah. And she goes, I get it, you yeah. know. And, yeah. uh, and, and, and that's where, and, and again, that's where the coach comes in. You know, it's called iology. You know, I don't think there's something we can monitor that. You know your athlete mm -hmm. and you know when it's time to say stop. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah. it's tough, though, sometimes, Brent, when you have uh, yeah. when you have a workhorse, you know. Um, oh, for sure. For sure. You know, and yeah. generally your sprint type is going to be more a thoroughbred, not a workhorse or a plow horse. But yeah, well, the problem was when, when we had them all together, then it was uh, they wanted to outdo each other. You know, then it was like, well, I, if, if he's faster than me, then I have to outwork him. <laughs> or, you know, so then it became this, you know, this this uh masculinity contest of like yeah, who, can, yeah. who can who can you know get get one up on the other person and then 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 now you're beating the hell out of each other just within the group internally sure. so then i sure. i had to create separations i had to write separate workouts over Absolutely. here and put people over and then and then piece them together at the right moments right like bring them yeah. in and say okay now we can compete but but yeah that that is the difficulty of having um a, a great group of sprinters together yeah. Oh, yeah. um but but certainly not the mentality of a of a summer macintosh where she's you know she's in there just just grinding every day um our our work ethic consisted of 
the recovery, right? Like recovery was so vital to what we were doing. We, we couldn't come back in and swim at maximum speeds the next day if we weren't recovered. And yeah, so yeah. that was part of like, okay, we've got to stop yeah. now. And, and even, even in practices, it was like, okay, let's do a little bit of speed and let's couple that with some easy swimming, some technical yeah, work, some, yeah, some yeah. stuff where you just turn your brain off maybe exactly. and maybe float on your back for a little bit yeah. of time. And that, well, that the, is still part of the workout. The concept of easy fast is, is easy to talk about and, and you have to work on in each, each swim, easy fast, whether it's a 50 on up, you know, and what that is so that I've, I've you know, and that. And you mentioned the word grind. One thing about Summer is it's never a grind. She comes to the pool every day with this like huge smile on her face yeah. and just anticipating. And and I think that that's added, not just with Summer, but with all the kids, that's an attitude that I try to instill. I never use the word grind. I mean, there's we know, the kids know that Saturday mornings, they're gonna have to bring it. They're, right, they're right. getting up at, yeah. you know, and that. And, yeah. uh, and so what we do is do stuff on dry. I'd even do some goofy, like almost cheerleading stuff that's clapping and stuff like that to get, to get their, 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 get their head right, you know, but I think that's, that's the word that kills us in swimming and uh, is, is, oh, we just, you know, mindless, you know, mind numbing repetition. Right. Well, if your mind is off, you're not going to get better. You gotta, you gotta be able to focus on what, and that's, what's hard. I think that's the hardest thing because particularly in swimming where, you know, yeah, you are staring, staring at the black line. We try to incorporate as much variety and uh, even on dry land, I try to incorporate variety, but you know, there's just some stuff you got to freaking do yeah. and, and, yeah. and, and you're going to do it Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And it, you know, and uh, I, I, I write the, on the board, I write mundane is our enemy, you know, mm -hmm. and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, so how do you make mini band series that they're going to do sometimes six times a week and they do before meets, um, make sure they're concentrating. And, you know, I don't know, I don't have a secret. It's just, you gotta be, now I'm an old man and I had my hair cut yesterday, but with gray well, hair, so, good don't worry about that. <laughs> so sometimes, uh, uh, it's different now than it was 20 years ago. Some of them listen and some of them go like, oh shit, he's just a dumb old man. You know? <laughs> Vasa has been the go-to training tool outside of the pool for over 30 years. Vasa's products are ideal for developing power and proper technique in your swimmer's catch. Add a few Vasa trainers to your pool deck and it's like adding an extra lane to your swimming pool. Go to vasatrainer.com, use code BREAD at checkout and get 10% off anything from Vasa. Destro Swim Towers. Gain strength in the water with a tower of power. Save $150 per double swim tower by using code BRETT, B-R-E-T-T, -T, at checkout. Destromachines.com. Well, listen, uh, part, part of what has made you great and what you what you incorporate is innovation in, into everything that you've done throughout your career. And and we're at a point in time now, Vern, where we're seeing innovation really come into athletics yeah. in, in terms of all this technology. And I don't want to I don't want to mention any names specifically. But there's a lot of stuff out there that gives you feedback these days, right? Like yeah, feedback's yeah. very, very important. Yeah, yeah. Um, where is the line uh, on the feedback? Like I know people are wearing watches all day that basically uh -huh. give them information all day long. And uh -huh. sometimes the, you'll wake up in the morning and it'll give you a score and it'll say, you're, you're not, you're not rested enough. And, and, and I always felt like 
if I was going to be wearing technology that told me that I wasn't ready for practice, I don't know if I would wear that. I, I don't know if my mind could go to a point where it said, you're not ready to do something that is absolutely necessary yes. for you to do today. Right. And so where is the line in the technology you think? For me, it's, 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 it's a really not a fine line. It's a, it's black and white. And uh, today, less less so in the water than we can with sprinting and, and 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 track activities because of the nature of of the aquatic environment although there's a lot of things coming up there, there's a guy coming from um, Australia Kent uh, works with Kenneth Graham who used to be at Enswick mm. and bringing something to show us on Monday and uh, and Chris Webb had already seen it when he's down there I don't think it's I don't know if it's going to be a game changer and I and uh, but I I know that um, just because you can measure it doesn't mean it's meaningful, right? Okay, right. and 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 you're old enough to have gone through the lactate phase, you mm -hmm. know, where everybody was pricking your ear, everybody, you know, right. and, and we found out that it didn't give us useful information. No, it did not give us useful, actionable information that mm -hmm. we could use, you know, there. And it was a lot of method. Okay, and then heart rate. Heart rate mm -hmm. training. Heart rate training is like, yeah, I hope your heart rate is, we can mm -hmm. predict your heart rate based mm -hmm. on your the stroke, the effort, your, you know, and that. So I can uh, guess my heart rate now, Vern, down to, down to a, a beat, you know, oh, like I, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Just but, because we've studied cool. it for years. And you can see, and that, that brings me to my point. I want to educate the swimmer and the, the athlete. To, to be able to really read and be sensitive to their body. Right. Okay. Yes. And sleep monitoring. I mean, I, I just, I, I'm, 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 a, I'm a cynical bastard is really what it comes down to. <laughs> and, and I go, sleep? You think it's important? Like, oh yeah, we saw, shit. You know, I mean, when I was an athlete in college, I was a poor American football player. If I wasn't training, I occasionally studied. I just slept all the time, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, now I can't, old men can't sleep, but, <laughs> but it's quality of sleep. So I want the athlete to keep track of that, yeah. not on a band, which is, is by the way, is flawed. Most of those measures are flawed. Yeah. Heart rate, I have, I saw, I went with doctors, one coach, and he'll probably listen to this and I'll be able to flame me. Heart rate, if you're basing your training on heart rate variability and you have great swimmers, I want to swim with my swimmers against you all the time because nine times out of 10, we'll beat you because right. we're, our training will be based on, on perceived effort. How was that? And you, you train them as to perceived effort. Okay. I ask, um, I don't want to keep using summer as an example, but our better kids to rate the work, the dry land workout, and then rate the water workout, keep mm -hmm. a training log. Mm -hmm. And I have an axiom I, I got from, um, uh, I think from Bill Sweetner, win the workout. Okay. Right. Win, yeah. win the workout. Yeah, that's cool. How do you win the workout? So we rate it. If you, you go minus zero plus, okay. And a minus, it was just, it was terrible. I, I just didn't get it today. I wasn't there. I didn't work. And we have those workouts and you got to shut the door and move on. Zero, it was, it was okay. I did what I was supposed to do. And plus is I really nailed it. I, Coach said, I have to work on this particular thing. I really nailed it. Well, I can tell you that if you're not winning 85% of the workouts, you're not going to stand on the podium. Mm -hmm. if, if you're winning 80%, you're going to be standing looking at somebody singing the national anthem. Mm -hmm. 
you know, and uh, so how, what, how does that work? Well, that means the athlete has to internalize what they're doing and understand what they feel. Now, this is tough sometimes, you know, we are trying to introduce this to 14 and 15 year old kids, boys or girls, you know, and, uh, uh, and they all have technology, you know, but yeah. we, I can say, and I don't want to necessarily speak for Brent, but we, we, we just, it's not in our, it's not in our wheelhouse. You know, I, I'll, yeah. I'll tell you a story with Emma in 2000. Uh, it was about somebody gave her up. I, I don't want to say what yeah. uh, a watch and mm -hmm. she was, she wore it for about two weeks mm -hmm. and about the start of the third week, she comes to practice. And I told her, I basically, I biased her and I said, it's not going to give you good, but she, she did it. And I, she, <laughs> she shows up Monday of the third week for dry land and the white says, where's the watch? She says, well, it ran out of juice and I'm not going to use it anymore. <laughs> you know? and so that's good. So. Well, I think, I think, look, I, I agree with a couple of things that you said in terms of knowing yourself, understanding yourself, I think is very important. Right. Yeah. But I also think that the technology can go too far and that you, and that you lean into it too much and believe it so much that it becomes the the mouthpiece for yeah. what you should do when you should do it how you should do it kind of thing and that that should never be the case it should just be a supplementary tool to maybe give you some information, information. but but it, yeah. but it becomes it's attached to you right like it you, you put it on your yourself and and you walk around with it every day so now it becomes part of who you are and that's yeah. where the psychology really exactly. starts to play into it it's yeah. it's if this was a thing where you just put it on yourself, it gave you a readout, and then you walked away and you put it down and then you came back to it 24 yeah, hours later, yeah. great. I, I can live with that. But something that's telling you, you know, all day long, just pumping information into yeah. you and telling you what you should think and how you should feel, like, I, I don't agree well, with that. It's, in, it's information overload, isn't it? And 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 one of the, uh, the, Elise Perry, who's one of the best cricket, one of the best athletes in the world, played in the World Cup in soccer. We had this conversation over coffee yesterday morning after workout. You know, too much of what's been done with various monitoring devices and that, it's it's telling you what you can't do. And right. as a coach, I'm yeah. I'm not Pollyanna, man. I, I didn't, you know, I didn't get to where I am by saying, oh, it's you know, everything's good because everything isn't good sometimes. It's freaking thirty degrees out, you know, and I, I and uh, but I want to I want to figure out what you can do. And we're gonna yeah. we're gonna really zero in on what you can do. Yes. And I'm gonna ask you, uh, did, how'd you sleep last night? You know, and I want you to be honest with me. You know, and and then I'll I'll see how the warm up goes out of the pool in the pool, and then you make adjustments. That's called coaching. You know, right, and right. that's that is that is what we've gotta. And um, yeah, you know, and the old I don't want to say the old guys, the older coaches, I think got that. You know, yeah, the younger yeah. coaches are today are, well, there's some of them are enamored with technology. Yeah, you know? sure. Yeah. I'm enamored with technology. Oh, it's so cool. The stuff that you can do, you know, I want you it. to understand your body. That's what I yeah, want you to do. Understand, understand yourself. Right. We don't film enough, by the way. I, yeah. I, I think that I, I know I said that way back when I first started working with Carl and I know they film a lot. You know, it's still ponderous to set up the underwater cameras. Yeah. yeah. I think the kids in this in this day and age visually need they they the more of that kind of feedback they can and that's technology to a certain right, extent right right you know? virtual reality i think will help with um with us uh, with technique and stroke mechanics you know yeah, some for them right. to be able to to do that so 
Let me but ask you, you one, one more topic here, I, and I appreciate your time. I know you got to run. You got to you got to work yeah, out. Yeah, I've got a training up, so. session here. Yeah. Um, last thing I want to touch on real quick is this idea and concept of of specificity in regards to how much specific work should you be doing out of the pool that relates to what you're doing in the pool. Like if you're if you're swimming a lot of butterfly in practice. Yeah. How much specific butterfly work should you be working on out of like very specific work out of the, or should you be avoiding any type of specific work because you're doing so much butterfly in the pools? What's your thoughts on that? Your last, your last statement is correct. I don't want to add stress to stress. I want to prepare for stress. Yes. So if I know um, what stroke emphasis is today and we'll try to lead in the previous day, sometimes with trial and with with Brent and I, we we could commute. I'll, I'll I'll stop in today. He's been gone up, you know, Canada with summer, mm -hmm. and we'll, re, we'll we'll okay. So now, what's the emphasis going to be? He determines sets and reps. By the way, I determine exercises, mm -hmm. but he has he has right of first refusal and last re, and last refusal on right. the exercise. Right. So the, my in, in my world, I'm never going to imitate. Well, hardly ever, maybe three percent will i imitate the stroke on dry land yeah and i think that's been one of the biggest changes and i see people taking dumbbells and now we go through a lot of patterns and there's a lot of work done that will prepare you for the fly on rings and things like that mm -hmm. but it's the thought is never um uh uh to imitate the stroke we're gonna prepare you for the stroke and knock on wood the, and i think you can ask all the teams that use the gain swimming methodology we, we haven't had we haven't had we had one kid in the last five years miss a meet with a shoulder problem and he was a surfer he fell off his board and separated his shoulder mm, mm. okay and uh, and we don't have kids sitting on the edge of the pool with ice and that because of the and and it's just it's relentless not mindless relentless work on yep. some remedial stuff there's no nothing is ever said in our program about injury prevention but if you come to the session this afternoon yeah this afternoon you'll see that there's a lot of, it's transparently woven through the fabric of the whole dry land program right so, right I know. well i know i know i know you're the founder of gain i've, I've had chris webb on who yep. um, works with you and, and gain and um if anybody is interested they can find you uh where's the what's the website for gain oh uh, yes good let me make sure i get this right yeah. it's it, and, and chris is really in charge of gain swimming now and i'm okay. i'm just the uh uh i don't know facilitator sometimes and that he's done a <laughs> wonderful job and really yeah. kicked me kicked me in the butt to, to systematize even more it's right. gainswim.com you can right. go on that site and there's right. a lot right. of video and stuff like that yeah and, and uh, uh jen wanted me to make sure and mention the world clinic that i'm speaking at the world clinic this year and it's yep. just going to be um, a lot of things we talked about here sort of reflections recollections um of things that i think i've learned and that i'm learning right now you know going forward to uh, of, of what we have to do and and i i know um i feel a lot more um, comfortable i guess just because i always said going back to uh, even that I'm not going to be really good at what I do in terms of dry land until I can totally immerse myself in swimming. And I, I don't, I'm not at all, you know, I'm not at every minute of every workout. So sometimes we finish mm -hmm. 
and I'll be at the start of the workout sometimes, you know, sometimes I, you know, and, 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 and constant communication with the coaches. Brent yeah. is great. We've got great assistance here. And, uh, and some, and he has to rein me in sometimes, Vern, remember they have to swim now, you know, <laughs> and, and that, I mean, that's cool. That's good. And yeah. I, I'm okay. You know, yeah. um, because for me, you know, I, we all get, we all get geeked out in our area and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, it's, well, it's, it's a fun journey. So. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on here. Uh, Jennifer Lamont, the CEO of, of ASCA, ha has put us together, and finally somebody yeah. got us on, on video together. So thank you for that. You are you are at the ASCA Clinic. People can find you. Um, I'm sure they'll be able to sit down with you as well. Like, pick oh, brain, yeah. You know, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, for yeah. sure. That'd so, be great. Good. All right. All right, Vern. Um, yeah. Thanks for doing thanks, this, Brent. man. All right. Appreciate okay. it. Take care. Cool. Bye.